0: This is the Kitzer for Sikhe Beis of Parashas Pinchas in Yud Gimel, page 99. The Rabbi here speaks about the Rashi Tzav as B'nei Yisrael. Rashi says, Ma Omo What does it say before this? Yivkoid Hashem. Moish Rabbeinu asks the Ebesheh to appoint a leader over Klal Yisrael. Omole Kodesh Baruch and the Ebesheh says, At Al Bonai? Before you command me to take care of my children. Tzave as Bonai Alai. Command my children to take care of me. Then Rashi brings a mushel, mushel the mushel of a princess, of that was departing from the world. She was telling her husband to take charge of the children. as it explains in the Safri the Mushel, that the um, the, the um, husband, that the the wife is the, the princess is commanding her, take care of the children. The husband turns back to the princess and says to her, Tell the children to take care of me. So, the Rebbe has many, many questions on this Rashi. First of all, as always, the Rebbe addresses what exactly is the question that Rashi has on this posik. It Seems to be a very simple understanding. Tzav is B'nai Yisrael. What is the question? The Rebbe gives a few suggestions. Perhaps the word Tzav is not clear. Perhaps Rashi wants to explain the smichos, why this comes right here in the Taita or perhaps the redundancy of tzavas B'nei Yisrova Marta, Ta'alayim is what Rashi is coming to address, but the Rebbe points out that it's none of these. Rashi already explained us what Tzav means in the beginning of Parsha's Tzav. Rashi does not ta- is not talking about why this parsha comes here, because Rashi does not use the terminology that he usually uses when he says Lama nismicha, And Rashi is not explaining this redundancy. This redundancy of tzavas Bnei Yisrova, Amar comes up quite often. The Pasuk of al Bnei Yisrova, Amar And it's just written for extra emphasis. Rashi never addresses it. So that's not what Rashi's question is. So what is Rashi's question here? Then the Rebbe says, the mashal that Rashi brings. What is going on with this mashal? What's the chat in this mushal over here? It doesn't really add anything to what Rashi says. What additional understanding do we have based on this mushal? Not only that, it doesn't seem to fit at all. In the case of Moshe Rabbeinu's conversation with the Abishter, Moshe Rabbeinu was asking the Eivishter to get something done, which is extremely necessary. A leader for all the Klal Yisrael. In the Mashal, we're talking about children, a father and his children. It's not that important to make sure that the father will take care of his children. The father will do it on his own. And also, the Rebbe points out that the way Rashi quotes this Mashal is very interesting. He quotes only part of the Mashal. He doesn't bring the entire mushal. I mean, if if it's important to know this mushal, why wouldn't Rashi quote the entire mushal? If it's not, so then why does he bring the mushal at all? So, what's going on over here? Not only that, the Rebbe points out that Rashi quotes this mushal differently than it appears in the Sifri that Rashi quotes and is pointing to. Over there it says we're talking about a king. Here it says we're talking about a husband. There it says we're talking about a queen. Here it says we're talking about a princess. Rashi makes these changes. Why? Rashi specifically points us to the Sifri, the Rebbe brings in the Tanchuma, that says a very similar pshat, but brings a different mushal. There brings a mushal about a mediator between the king and the queen, and Rashi doesn't use that mushal. What's unique about this mushal, the way Rashi brings it? So, the Rebbe says as follows, the question Rashi is coming to answer is, that the words tzavas is B'nai Yisrael is something's wrong here. And what is that? Tzav, Rashi said in the beginning of Parshish Tzav, that it means you are encouraging a person. Tzav is a ziruz. You're encouraging the person to fulfill the command immediately. You shouldn't procrastinate. You should get it done right away. If you're speaking to the person that's going to get it done, so then you tell him Tzav, you command him with strong terms that he should get it done immediately. But over here, we're talking about Karbonis. It's not the Yidin that bring the karbanis; It's the clanin. So why are we using the term Tzav? Why does it say Tzav is Yisrael? In Parsha's uh, Tzav, where it says Tzav is it's talking about karbanis, and it says Tzav is Here it says Tzav is Yisrael. Why are we using such a strong term of Tzav regarding the Yidin if they're not the ones that are bringing the karbanis? So therefore Rashi says, the only way we could understand this is because it's a continuation. It's a response of the Eivishter to what Moshe Rabbeinu said before. Moshe Rabbeinu asked the Eivishter to appoint a leader amongst Klal, for Klal Yisrael, and therefore the is responding and saying, "No, Tzav es Yisrael. Command the Eden just like you're commanding me. You're telling me, the Eibushter says, to um, command to appoint somebody upon the Eden I'm commanding you to speak to the Eden So the Tsav, this strong term of Tzav, is a response to the strong terms that Moshe Rabbeinu used when he was, so to speak, commanding the Eibushter, and." The Torah over here is speaking to all Yidin. This is the Eibishter wants Moshe Rabbeinu to tell all Yidin to, to, to listen to the Abishta. It's not speaking only to Aaron. Therefore it says B'nai Yisrael. And it's written in connection to the Karbanis because... The kar- it's, the, there has to be an action here it's not just that the Yidden should remember the Ebishter in their hearts be a good Jew at heart but it has to be something that's an action and the action here is the actual Karbanas that are being brought and the, these Karbanas although it's not the Yidden that actually bring the Karbanas but the Karbanas is something which is relevant and important for all of Klal Yisrael to bring the Karbanas for the Ebishter the Nachasruah for the That's yeah, so that's the Pshat that Ashi over here this is the answer that Rashi is explaining that there's a conversation going on between the Abishta and Moshe Rabbeinu but the Rebbe says, this Pshat, to say that there's such a kind of conversation, is difficult to understand. Why would Moshe Rabbeinu speak with such strong terms to the Tzav, at, at Eibishter? Mi. Moshe Rabbeinu was commanding the Eibishter. Why does Moshe Rabbeinu speak this way? And also, when, Moshe, when the Abishter asks of Moshe Rabbeinu to speak to the Yidden in strong terms, to bring Karbonus, the Karbonus seemingly is only just a Nachas Ruach. Why is uh, the Abisha telling Moshe Rabbeinu that you have to speak to the Eden first about this, and this is so important? Why? Why is that so important? So the Rebbe says, therefore Rashi brings this mashal, and Rashi only quotes from the Mushal the details that are important to understand the dynamics of this conversation. Rashi only quotes comparing Moshe Rabbeinu to a princess, a basmelech, comparing the Abisha to a husband, And the Rebbe points out a husband without any titles, just a plain individual, a husband, the husband of the princess, which is a plain individual, and the children at the time when the princess is passing away. And the Rebbe points out as follows, Abbas Melech, she's a princess. During the lifetime of her husband in the marriage, she doesn't speak to her husband this way. But she is a princess after all, and now that she's passing away, and she's concerned about her children, which are also the grandchildren of the king, so now she's, she speaks with the strength of a bas Melech, with a princess, and she, she speaks very strongly to her husband. That's one detail we see in this mashal. Another detail over here is the children. The children, there is a concern that the children will not have the proper attitude to their father, because now that the princess passes away, He's not anymore her husband. He's just a plain individual. So they might not give him his proper honor. And the third point over here is, this husband... He's not a king. Rashi does not quote the Mosheel as a king. Rashi is Medayik. He's just a husband. Meaning, if it would be a king, then a king has nothing to be concerned about. Even if his children are not taking care of him, he has others that will take care of him. But over here we're talking about a plain individual that has reason to be concerned if his children don't take care of him, who is going to take care of him? So therefore the Rebbe says, these three details explain the conversation between the Ebishtah and Mesha Rabbeinu. True Moshe Rabbeinu doesn't, um, it's, it's, it's very interesting, it's very unusual that Moshe Rabbeinu speaks with such terms to the there, but when it comes to matters that are relevant to what Moshe Rabbeinu was, which is a Raya, a shepherd for Klal Yisrael, in these matters Moshe Rabbeinu speaks up very strongly. Just like the Basmelech that does not always speak up this way. But when it's Negeia, when it's important for her children, so sometimes before she's passing away, she does speak up as a princess. Meish Rabbeinu, regarding his position of being the shepherd of Klael Yisrael, speaks to the Abishter with very strong terms, so much so that we compare it to a princess that's speaking to a husband, to a husband without any titles. And that's what Meish Rabbeinu was demanding of the Abishir to provide for the Eden a leader that should fill his, that should fill his place to lead Klael Yisrael. And also at the same time, you can understand in this mashul, that there's a concern that the Eden might not listen to the Ebi'shtah, because the Eden have already in the past transgressed on different things that the E-bishter has commanded them. So there's a concern that they have the Ebi'shtah, therefore the Ebi'shtah tells him that just like in the mashul, there's a concern that the children won't treat their father respectfully after their mother, the princess, passes away. There's a concern that the Eden won't treat the Ebi'shtah properly. And also, when Rashi here says that we're talking about a husband, Again, Rashi says a husband, a plain individual, and we're not talking about a king here, we're talking about a husband or also a father, which is somebody that is not a king that could provide for himself. And the Pasuk here says, Karbani lachmi, that the karbanis that the, that the Yidin bring for the there, this is the Aveda of Yidin, which is something which is the Abish's bread, it's the Abishter's sustenance, and therefore it is something which is critical that he wants, to command the Yidin to do this. In this sense, we're not referring to the Abishra as a king. We're referring to the Abishra as the husband or as the father that the children of providing the bread for their father which is Kaviyochl for the Ebeshter. It's a, a difficult concept to understand. There's other places that this explained, al So The Rebbe says, over here we see the relationship between the Yidden and the Ebeshter, the relationship of father and son, the deep relationship that's only between the Yidden and the Ebeshter, and there's no stranger that comes into this relationship. And this relationship is constant every single day. It's eternal. It's the carbon Tamid. There's never a change to this. That's a very deep relationship between the Yidden and the Ebeshter. And this applies to davening as well. A yid might say regarding his davening, he davins every day three times a day. Why is it necessary every day to daven again? What happens if I miss one one davening today? What's going to happen with my relationship to the Eibishter? So here Rashi is telling us, just like by the Karbanis, the Eibishter wants Moshe Rabbeinu to command the Yid to bring the Karbanis every day. So much so that it's even more important than appointing a leader upon Klal Yisrael. The relationship, the deep relationship between every individual Yidden and the Eibishter is more important than anything else. And therefore, a Yid has to realize how important a simple davening of a simple weekday is that when he does this he expresses his deep relationship to the Eberster Nachas Ruach L'Fanai Sha'amarti V'Nasar